Uh, good evening to all. I want to take this time an opportunity to welcome everyone to the Freethinkers Media Network podcast. My name is Noel, and I am your host for tonight's show. And uh, we're going to continue our topic on the history of school shootings in the United States. Um, I first became interested in this topic about a couple of weeks ago as I was watching this uh, current event of a mass shooting that occurred in, in, a, in another school. And a thought came into my mind, like, well, when did this first, like, when was the first mass shooting and why did it happen? So I did the research and found out uh, that um, based on history uh, that the first um, school mass shooting start happened in 1764. And this was triggered by the Pontiac Rebellion, which was basically led by a Native American chief named Pontiac that gathered a bunch of Native American Indians together to uh, start a rebellion against British rule. And as a result of that, that kind of spread into, you know, uh, a a mass school shooting on July 26, 1764. And we did about three podcasts on this to kind of go on into just kind of like the timeline, chronologically looking at 1764, the 1800s, um, the 1900s to the 1930s. And on tonight, we're going to look at the 1940s era, okay? Uh, The 1940s era in terms of these mass shootings. Now, one of the things that we've been able to really identify chronologically and historically, we've been kind of just looking at these different instances of mass shooting throughout history, uh, what we've learned is that um, during the early 17 and 1800s, that the mass shootings were happening because of reasoning such as, you know, kids getting um, punished in school, you know, getting physical beat in school. Back in the days, they used to allow, you know, teachers to spank children in schools. So there were those. Uh, There was... uh, uh, you know, individuals who were interested in in others and then because of uh, rejection. So you had rejection, romantic rejections, you had uh, corporal punishment, you know, you had kids getting punished in schools, you had all kinds of reasons, addictions, mental illness, suicide. So really the reason is just so vast. And of course the accessibility to guns uh, during the early 1700s, 1800s, was like much younger. Like these kids were like 12, 13s walking around with pistols. Okay, so the accessibility was uh, was even more liberal then than it is now. Of course, you have to be a certain age, like 18, 21, or whatever, in certain places to basically have access to guns, uh, to be able to legally apply for one. But we're, when we're looking at from the beginning of this, this, these, this atrocity that started with, the, with the, the Pontiac Rebellion, and then it kind of just spread out. Um, what we do notice is the fact that there are various reasons and why these um, killings occurred. Um, so those of you who who did get a chance to kind of like hear our, our other podcasts on the subject matter, please go and listen to them. And you'll find out that it's 
it's very specific, okay? Uh, so let's look at the 1940s, all right? So I'm just going to kind of read through some of these stories and then kind of just try to elaborate on them. But the purpose is really to kind of just give an account, a historical, a chronological account of that this has been happening since the 1700s. I mean, people are talking about this now, but we're talking about from 1764 to 2023. Okay, and nothing has been done to resolve this issue with um, individuals having access to guns, the easy access to guns. And of course, there are instances that basically display that there were some mental illness going on. There was anger, there was revenge, there was suicidal, um, you know, uh, ideations. You know, there was a lot of things that basically was going on that literally triggered uh, those particular situations to happen. And it wasn't just one, it wasn't just one situation. It wasn't, one, it wasn't just one variable. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of, you know, emphasize on, on the previous show that we do have to look at both aspects. We have to look at, mental illness, we also have to look at easy access to guns. And I also did mention that if we do um, restrict uh, certain guns from being on, you know, available to the public, does that eradicate from the fact that there will be people with mental problems, that there will be people with anger, or there will be people with just, you know, things going on in their lives that may push them towards committing crimes. Um, will these individuals find other ways and other means uh, to, you know, engage in such atrocity? Uh, the answer is yes. It's possible that even though we restrict the access to guns, that there may be other ways that people choose to use to commit crime. However, uh, I think that starting with, you know, looking at strong restrictions is 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 definitely something that we need to look at because when we when we're looking at all of these historical accounts, um, if these kids that were 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 22, I mean, in all age groups, and even adults and teachers did not have access to these weapons, then they could have probably bought a knife, but the knife wouldn't have caused a, a, a great casualty. So when we're looking at a, a AK-47 that has the capability of shooting multiple rounds, um, it's different from a pistol that that is just... That, that doesn't have the same uh, technical capability, you know. Um, so definitely, we we definitely need to 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 look at, you know, mental illness. But but we can't control that, you know. A person could be totally mentally sound today, and then they go through a traumatic experience, and that triggers, you know, an issue that caused them to just, you know engage in maladaptive behaviors. So that that is something that we can't depict. We can't, I, the government can't basically develop a way to find out 
you know, who's going to, you know, have an outburst and who's going to be so angry to the point where they're going to feel like I'm going to go over there and kill this. Like we can't control what goes on in people's minds, but what we can control is the accessibility that individuals have in their environment to have, uh, 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 you know, tools or weapons to commit crimes that is being expressed as a result of their rage and their anger, okay? So I think that's very, very important for us to really contemplate on. Um, so let's continue, 1940s. On May 6, 1940, South, South Pasadena, California, after being removed as principal of South Pasadena Junior High School, Verlin Spencer shot six school officials, killing five before attempting to commit suicide by shooting himself in the stomach. So this is basically, uh, you know, an instance of revenge. Uh, this, this person was fired from being a principal and decided he was going to kill six school officials. And we see this resemblance in, in, in today's you know, these mass shootings that occur that a person basically gets laid off or fired from their job. And this actually happened recently at a bank where he was fired. And then basically he went and got an AK-47, he went inside and then just killed every, you know, just basically started just killing people. So this happens, like somebody goes through a traumatic experience and it triggers this anger, this rage. And in their mind, the only thing that they want to do is kill and kill themselves okay so and this is kind of an example of what i was saying this is a, a principal of a, a junior high school you know somebody who's actually educated someone who who's upstanding a member of society you know from the outside when you look at this person being educated having a degree and having a family you don't think that you know if they're removed from a position from a school that they're going to lose it mentally to the point where they're going to go and get a gun and, sh and shoot six school officials and then kill himself, you know? So, so the mentally, the, the mental disposition of people is something that is so unpredictable. That's what I want to really cover in this, in this, in this uh, podcast tonight. It is unpredictable to determine who will have a mental breakdown. Uh, you know, in you know, mental problems, rage, anger, revenge, all of that is not, you know, uh, just categorized to people who are just uneducated or people who are from impoverished communities. It it does it doesn't discriminate as far as, you know, who's who, um, because we have examples, and I've kind of gone over this throughout all these other, other podcasts of several different instances of people in high positions that were also committing these crimes as a result of a mental breakdown. Let's continue. May 23rd, 1940, New York City, New York, infuriated, infuriated by a grievance, Matthew uh, Gillespie, 62-year-old 62, 62 janitor at the junior high school of Dwight School for Girls shot and critically wounded Mrs. Marshall Cox, secretary of the junior school. Okay, let's move on. July 4th, 1940, uh, Val Halal, New York, angered by the refusal of his daughter, Melba, 
15 years old to leave a boarding school and return to his home, Joseph Moschel, 47, visited the school and shot and killed the girl. So this is basically, yeah, a father that just basically say, you're, you know, um, leave the boarding school and you're returning home. The girl says no. So basically the way he wanted to deal with this is I'm going to kill you. Okay. Uh, September 12, 1940, Uniontown, Pennsylvania, 29-year-old teacher Carolyn Delamay is shot to death inside her third grade classroom by 34-year-old William Kunz. Kunz then shot himself in the chest in a fell suicide attempt. Kunz had reportedly been courting Delamay for over a year, but the relationship was ended when Delamay discovered that Kunz was already married. And this is something that happened a lot during the 1900s. This here seems to be kind of like, when I did the last podcast, it was like a lot of it going on, where, you know, a dude was trying to kick it to a female, she said no, and then he gets mad and he goes and get a gun and killed her. So there was a lot of, you know, these angry outbursts that came out of result of rejection, people feeling rejected. And as a result of not knowing how to deal with the feeling of rejection, then ultimately decided I'm going to kill you for rejecting me. Okay. Uh, October 2nd, 1942, New York City, New York, Erin Godman, 36-year-old mathematics teacher of William J. Gaynor Junior High School was shot and killed in the school corridor by a youth. It doesn't tell us why, it just tells us that this happened. February 23rd, 1943, Porchester, New York, Harry Wyman, 13 year old, shot himself dead at the Harvard School, the Boys Preparatory School. This was a, a case of suicide. June 26, 1946, Brooklyn, New York, a 15 year old schoolboy who balked at turning over his pocket money to a gang of seven Negro youths was shot in the chest at 11.30 a.m. Yesterday in the basement of the public school, 147 annex of the Brooklyn High School for Automotive, Auto, automotive Trades. November 24, 1946, New York City, a 13-year-old student at St. Benedict's Parochial School shot and fatally wounded himself while sitting in an audience watching a school play. December 24th, 1948, New York City, a 14-year-old boy was wounded fatally by an accidental shot from the 22 caliber rifle of a fellow student. The youth was shot in the head when he chanced into range where Robert Ross, 17-year-old of Brooklyn, was shooting at a target near a lake on a school property. March 11th, 1949, New York City, a 16-year-old student at uh, Stevenson High School was ac accidentally shot in the arm by a fellow student who was showing off with a pistol in a classroom. November 30, 13, 1949, Columbus, Ohio, Ohio State University, freshman James here grabbed a, a 45 caliber handgun from the room of a Delta Tau Delta fraternity brother and shot and killed his fraternity brother, Jack McCown. 21 in Ohio State senior. So basically, yeah, so all of this stuff is happening, you know, uh, when we look throughout history, the consistency is that the accessibility to these weapons basically is what created these um, unwarranted situations, okay? Uh, and we're gonna stop here. <clears throat> um, I have stuff from the 1950s. 
whew, there's a lot that happened here in 1960s. And we're going to kind of continue going into this. And I'm not going to try to overwhelm uh, you guys with too much information as a reference to these um, historical um, events that happened throughout history. But we, we, we just kind of concluded the 1940s. And it seems there's a con this, this consistency of, you know, um, of just, you know, these young kids having access to guns and not only just young kids, they were grown adults also committing these crimes, uh, crime of vengeance, passion, suicide, um, accidentally, you know, shooting someone. So some of these instances were instances that took place as a result of, you know, the gun just kind of, you know, going off accidentally. But overall, there are uh, just, a, just a plethora of just different reasons of why we need to really begin to have this conversation in the United States of America of why is it that guns are still out in these streets and why are kids having access to guns? Like I said, in this day and age, it's not, um, it seems to me that we're, st we're still dealing with the same type of rage, but the, but the, 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 the individuals who are committing these crimes, they're, it's kind of like they're carrying their weight, their, their rage over up until they can get a gun, you know, um, you know, in the instance of, you know the, the 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 transgender female who basically went back to her school and then you know basically st you know uh, started shooting at former teachers and maybe this was connected to either something that had happened there at that school you know the instance of the individual who was fired and then. You know, he went and got a gun and went back. So we see that there is some resemblance of this, that, that this, this is not the first time this is happening. This has happened before in history where somebody get fired from a position, they, give, they go and grab a gun, come back and kill the people uh, who, who they assume was responsible for them being let go. Uh, somebody's trying to make an advance romantically, the other person says no, and then boom, I'm gonna kill you. Or, you know, so the, the, there's just kind of like different reasons, but whatever the reasons are that basically is, you know, has triggered these individuals mentally to do this, if they do not have access to guns, then they won't be able to commit the crime. Now, can they use another weapon to do these crimes? Yes. Um, other weapons can be used to commit those crimes, but it's not going to be as rapid or, you know, it's not going to cause mass casualties, um, you know, in the, in the same sense as a gun. A person with a knife can go and try to stab people and eventually, of course, you know, they may not be able to be as successful because they, you know, if there's if there's a large group of people there, then they can take this person down, you know, versus when a person is shooting and in, and they're using an AK-47 and there's multiple rounds being shot. You can't try to 
take a person down when they have a gun pointing at you shooting all over the place. So will there still be crimes that are committed? Yes. Uh, will individuals may use other forms of weapons in order to commit those crimes if they feel enraged? Yes. But will they be as effective as um, they are now if they don't have the access to weapons that allow them to shoot multiple rounds to kill more people, definitely they will be less successful. Okay, they will be less successful. So um, this is a historical, this is a historical podcast, you know, just to look at the 1940s and then I'm gonna try to see tomorrow night to do the 1950s and then to kind of keep it going throughout the week. But um, you know, when people talk about what's going on in the now, this then just happened, started happening, you know, in 2023 or 2020. It, it, it started happening way back in 1764. And no one has basically, basically got up and say, we're going to deal with this. We're going to find a way to end this, this these, these senseless crimes that are happening as a result of people having access to guns. And this is the conversation that we do need to have. All right, signing off for tonight's podcast. Thank you so much for, for, for y'all for uh, tuning in and listening. Have a great night.